All right, everyone, welcome to the first edition of Technical Work Rate News. This is NC. This is JC. And, and we're here to talk about what happened in this week of wrestling already. It's already been a very eventful week. We're only on Wednesday. There's a lot of shit to talk about. And I'm, looking at, I'm looking at ringsidenews.com right now. Ringside News is usually where I go to as well. I mean, they don't have the best wow. reporting, a lot of errors and shit, but hey, you know what? At least it's consistent. And I mean, if, there's like, if this is even like 10% true... Some shit happened. Some shit did happen. So let's kick it off with the first newsworthy topic. It's got to talk. We got to talk about our girl Scarlett Bordeaux yep. getting a shot at the PC Performance Center. That is huge. I mean, we've been asking for this. We've been asking for. It's just one of those things where I'm like, damn it, they're gonna Chelsea Green her. I already fucking know it. I'm like, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying to think to myself. Maybe they finally caved in and realized they need hot, sexy women. Well, look with uh, Santana Garrett, their recent signing. Exactly. That's, so, so maybe they caved in. Who knows? They could be caving in, especially for the teenage male audience. They're yeah. trying to get that up. Well, especially with them going on the USA Network yeah. in October. It's like you guys got to have something for the eyeballs to, to look at, you know? Nah, they, you just they, need they, matches. No, nah, you can't see... Trust me, people do not want to see Kushida doing backflips for fucking 30 minutes straight. Okay? Oh, I, I disagree. In the, in, the, in the Tokyo Nipple Dome, there was about 42,000 people that attended to see that. Yeah, well, let's face it. Okay, nobody gives a shit about no. what Dave Meltzer says anymore. No, no. He's completely discredited. I mean, he's he's gone down the Brad Shepard route. This guy is like, there's no credibility at all for him anymore. It's like, whenever he opens up his mouth, I don't see why people still go to him as a news source. He fucking sucks dick. He's terrible. He's very, very bad. He's really bad. Wade Keller's bad. Brian Alvarez is slowly waking up, but he's still caught in that smart bubble. Yeah, there's there's one that Vince Russo, uh, um, he's now he's now giving him praise. Uh, call, calls him Marble Mouth. Marbles. What's his name? Talking about Meltzer. <laughs> well, that would apply to Meltzer. But what's this guy's name? I ah, forget it. Um, <clears throat> so we got some. Uh, other wrestling news. Wait, to get we to. didn't talk enough about Scarlet. Oh, right, 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 right. Come on, Scarlet. Okay, so now we're hypothesizing what could possibly happen with Scarlet. Like, I would love for her to get called up in NXT and be a huge star right away, but something in me is saying that it's they're going to hold her down there for a little bit, which doesn't make sense because you have a ready to go talent. But I just I know Triple H logic. I know how it works. You know, I would love to disagree with you. I would love to say I think you're wrong. Yeah. You're, I don't think you're wrong. I, I, I really don't think you're wrong. But, hey, you know what? At least she's in the WWE. She's got her foot in the door. That's well, the biggest thing. Well, and here's the other thing, too. Here's the good news. Finally, NXT will have the attention of Vince McMahon. Well, not only that, but let's face it. He's going to want to sign where his girl's working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kill the cross. So that, that kind of closes the door... On him going to AEW, Good. in my opinion. Well, no, because He's above it. Well, he, not only is he above it, what would happen is he would be second fiddle to Adam Page and Chris Jericho and John Moxley and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. When he's a believable monster that of you can put on TV right away. Well, the, the only monster that they really have, Luchasaurus, That's is, is, he's a cartoon character. That's it. I mean, don't get me wrong, the guy, if he took the mask off yeah. and he was portrayed as a serious character, could be something, but yeah. right now he's just a novelty act. Yeah, and it's the novelty act is going to worth it. But anyways... Um, Speaking of AEW, though, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, so with AEW, I don't know if you heard, but 
fat boy Chris Jericho was stuffing his face at Longhorn Steakhouse in Tallahassee, and this fat fuck, he got his fucking AEW World Championship stolen out of his limousine. What a punk-ass bitch. <laughs> I figured he'd be the type of fat fuck like to walk into the Longhorn Steakhouse with a title draped over his shoulder like, I'm still a big deal! Look at the title! Respect! Because that's how fucking fat he is. That does not fit around his waist, trust me. No. It's a shoulder belt. <laughs> shoulder belt. Well, and apparently the, the cops found it. On the side of the road! On the side <laughs> of the road. A $30,000 title. I figured if anything, somebody would have pawned that shit down in Tallahassee. On the side of the road. But for whatever reason, it was just lying on the side of the road. So, yeah, we're going to now call that the roadkill belt. <laughs> it's the roadkill championship. That, that, that's that's a really good omen for AEW. What a Bush League. What a fucking Bush League. Even if this was like part of a storyline, what a Bush League bullshit move. Could you imagine that happening to the WWF World Championship? No. I, mean, I, I could see, okay, with the WWF, WWE World Championship, I could see it maybe being like left in luggage. Well, you know, getting lost in baggage. I could see that happening. Well, some some pretty horrible shits happened to WWE titles in the oh, past. Oh, yeah. Wink. Wink, Paige. Wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, Paige, <laughs> you got a top ten sex coming your way. Oh, wow. What did she do? I just, you know what? I think she deserves one. Just because I, like, for one, her fans suck dick. I hate her fucking annoying smart fans. And two, I just don't like how Luciferian she's been lately. She needs to be taken down well, a peg. No, well, just... She's getting too many tattoos. Too many tattoos. She's looking like biker white trash. I just... Not digging it, man. Not digging it. Yeah. I'm waiting for the tit tat. That's the most white trash of all. Well, she's already got that chest tat. Like, like, like right where the solar plexus is. Why? What are you trying to be? Brock Lesnar? He's got a giant penis on his chest. Do you want to add that too? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she wants to be Paul Heyman's new client. Oh, joy, pain is so much haste. <laughs> Which is different from having a little dick on my chest. <laughs> yeah, what was the name of that? Who was the name of the dude who dropped the leak porns? The, that referee was it, was guy. It wasn't Brad Maddox, was Brad it? Brad Maddox, yes. Oh, hey, Brad Maddox is little dick on my chest, and now I will fake dick on my chest. Oh, shit. So, yeah, their, their WWE belts have been cummed on, probably shit on, pissed shit on. on. I don't think they've ever been left on the side of the road. <laughs> like trash. That's a new level of disrespect. That's like right there. Whoever took that title was like, I can't get shit for this at a pawn shop. And they just threw it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to buy this shit? Well, not only that, they realize they can't sell it. They can't sell it. They can't sell it because it'll catch news and they're going to get arrested or yeah. get tracked down some way. If anything, I would like, okay, hypothetically, I'm in the situation where I found the AEW World Championship lying on the side of the road. The first thought to go through my head is, okay, I can't pawn this. I need to make some money off of it. I'm going to smelt it. I... With all these cash for gold places around, you got a lot of smelters. You could smelt that shit down and make some money off of it, guaranteed. But to, to compensate Tony Khan, you go get a seven-layer burrito at Taco Bell. <laughs> and a Supreme Taco. And you give him that and say, hey, dude, I gave you what the belt's worth, dude. On the side of the road... On the side of the road. <laughs> what the fuck? That is... 
I can't, I can't stop laughing at it. It's so jabroni. <laughs> this they're gonna take the WWE out of business. Yeah, with their fucking world championship lying on the side of the road. Yeah, with their roadkill belt. Yeah, they're really gonna. Yeah, Vince McMahon's really shaking in his boots. Oh goddamn, they're gonna put me out of business. Well, <laughs> what's next when Nyla Rose wins the women's world championship? Is that gonna end up in the deep fryer at Popeyes? <laughs> what's fucking next? <laughs> How low can you go? <laughs> what a jabroni company. We're gonna find their tag team belts in the sewer system. That's right. <laughs> Looked efficient out of a gator's mouth. We'll have some Fallout mutants being the new tag champions. Hey, got hey. hey. You look at the average AEW performer. They look they look the hey. part. Hey. They, Come on, they're 120 pounds combined. <laughs> you know they should just call their fed GMW Gay Mutant Wrestling. That's right. Hey. That's pretty much what it is. Their new tag champions, the Mutant Sewer Babies. <laughs> they beat the Young Bucks in the Las Vegas Sewer Canal. <laughs> only on only on pay-per-view. Oh shit. Oh. God, what a Bush League company. Side of the ro- I, just, I can't get over that. I, I can't. Jim Cornette said it best. Outlaw Mud Show. Outlaw Mud Show shit! my little dog pockets! My little dog pockets! <laughs> Let's face it, Pockets is no more than a rip-off Heath Slater. He's like, Heath Slater if he got his tongue ripped out. <laughs> That's fucking Pockets for you. By the way, Pockets is Orange Cassidy. <laughs> little dog Pockets. Little dog Pockets. Oh my god. Oh, we could go on forever about, about the fucking, about, about the fucking m- mutated roadkill belt that fucking AEW lost to the side of the road. Wrestling is such a fucking joke now. What the fuck? It's such a joke. Like, hey, no wonder we can't take this shit seriously. Come oh, on. What the that's been talking about? The, okay, the channel is called Technical Wicked <laughs> Productions. That's been talking about the movie here being performed. It's a jest, you fucking moron. God. <laughs> and we're talking about one particular person in, in you know, specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you get the fucking IQ of a of a fucking rock. Severe brain damage. Absolutely, positively. Um, okay, the draft date for WWE SmackDown. Okay, the first one's going to be for SmackDown, and it's going to take place on October 14th in Las Vegas. Gee. Um, yeah. So apparently the, the wild card rule is dead. Well, good. I mean, it's about time they fucking kill this shit. Well, let's face it, with this draft, they're going to put all the marketable stars over on SmackDown, which is what they need yeah, going they're, into this. They're, they're going to have Becky Lynch there. They're going to have Roman Reigns there. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's going to be there. Um, yeah. Probably Sasha, too. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that they get Edge back for one match pretty soon. No, they're going to throw everything they can at this. Because uh, he's, tra- he's been back in training, so I can see Edge doing like one or two matches. Um, I mean, if they could do it, I mean, shit. Yeah, dude. But they, they need to be big matches. It can't be, like, you. yeah, hype it up on TV. Well, you know what you could bill as a big match? Start out with a mixed tag. Do Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Becky Lynch and, and Seth Rollins. And then do Edge versus Seth Rollins okay. at, at the next big pay-per-view. Do you think that Edge, I don't know, I, but do you think that he'd be able to, you know, hold the belt for maybe a few months? I would love that. I would fucking love that, but I don't know how his neck is doing. Yeah. I, it's it's hard for me to hypothesize. I, I really think it's a shame that they're not using Batista more. 
whatever grudge Triple H has with Batista, he needs to get over it because it's bad for business. Well, you know, this is funny that Triple H says, I always do what's good for business, but yet he does not hire. He Not only does he not hire, but he rubs it in the face of Enzo. We're not going to hire you. Yeah. So wait a minute. You're not going to hire a guy that sold a shit ton of merch in NXT and was massively over? He's the Meltzer mark. He doesn't fucking care about charisma or selling merch. Well, because he, he goes with the, the whatever this echo chamber of internet smarts are saying. If they're all like, I hate Enzo. I hate Enzo. I can't forgive him for that fake rape allegation. What? But... Honestly, the impression that I get from that NXT crowd is that if Enzo were to show up and cut a promo, I think they'd be okay with it. It would be the Vince McMahon effect. They yeah. talk all this shit online, yet when Vince shows up, he gets pops. Yeah. Vince could show up on NXT, I guarantee you he would get popped by the crowd. Guarantee you. Oh, of course he would, because they <clears throat> they respect him. They they don't like his decisions. But he's a star. Re- yeah, he's a star. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, with this whole draft... Um, NXT is rumored to have one as well. Yes. Uh, with the NXT draft, the only way they could really make that interesting is if they really start, I like you know, start bringing in big names. I think Scarlett Bordeaux, if you can get her on TV by then, is a huge acquisition. I would definitely try to get her in. Um, oh, but, under the main roster. But if we're, that would be cool. But but if we can, if we can bring also bring some talent back down, I think that would be cool too. Because there's a lot of talent that's just floating around. Not really doing jack shit, and and in my opinion, got called up too early. Mm-hmm. Like I think Apollo Cruz got called up way too fucking early. Send him back down. Ember Moon. Ember Moon got called up way too fucking early. Bailey. Send her back down. Bailey. I can understand them keeping up on the main brand at least because she's Sasha's lackey. Okay. Oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, she kind of needs her lackey to well, do her dirty work. And they need and they need a new fucking tag tag name. The the, the Boston Hug Connection. No. Nah. If. If you're going to name anything, it's got to be a reflection on Sasha Banks. It's got to basically be, like, Bailey joining Sasha. should just call them the legit bosses. The legit bosses. Yeah, or, or Banks and Bailey, you know? Yeah. B&B. Keep it simple, you know? Yeah. Don't have to go all ex- extravagant with it. But, yeah, I think that they... Um, as, as a heel, as long as Bailey plays that I'm just trying to fit in type heel, I think she'll do all right. Trying to portray her as a badass is not going to work out. Do not even try to do that shit. The chick did not know how to swing a chair for the fucking life of her. No. Which is something every professional wrestler... You should know how to do a back chair shot. <laughs> it's like, Unless you're Sean Spears. I mean, it's, it, you know. What a pathetic jobber that guy is. Don't get me started on that fucking jobber. He's terrible. Out of anyone you could sign, you sign him, Cody. And, he's, and he was in... Wasn't he in the co-main event of All Out? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the... You could... Uh, even Tully and Arn Anderson couldn't make that match special. No. And what was okay? Why would Arn Anderson come out and attack one of his best friends for the last thirty years? They didn't explain that. There was no explanation whatsoever. Yet these fucking smart dickheads fucking ate it up. It doesn't need to be to help the best matches and the best work rate. So you don't have. So you guys will complain about the storytelling on Raw and SmackDown every fucking week incessantly, yet you won't complain about the lack of storytelling in NXT, the lack of storytelling in AEW, the lack of storytelling in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the lack of storytelling in, in Impact, or the lack of storytelling in Ring of Honor. Well, just even, I mean, if you look at AEW, they didn't make a big deal about a lot of the shitty storytelling that was going on. Like, even when Chris Jericho, after he won the AEW World Championship, this, this is what really fucking frustrated the shit out of me. 
We're trying to see AEW as this huge company that's going to unseat Vince McMahon. Yet he's in the back making fun of catering, making fun of their setup, making fun of all this other... It's like, dude, you are the, the representative of the company. I understand you're trying to be a heel, but you're trashing your own fucking company who's trying to come up. How can you buy him as a serious threat? What a moron. What, what a it, fucking it, idiot. It, seriously, tr- seriously. Chris Jericho... And I hope he's listening to this. You're a fucking idiot. You are a fat fuck. You're, you're a fat, dumb fuck. You lost your fucking belt. It, get, it was found on the side of a road. While you were gorging your fat fucking face at a steakhouse with your fat ass buddy, fat ass Iasono. So, so you make you make the AEW championship look like shit by losing it that quickly and it being found on the side of the road. You make fun of AEW's backstage catering and setup. It's like... Yeah, you're tra- yeah, be a heel. Fine. Don't fucking trash the company. And nobody called him out on that shit. And you know what they said? Look at this awesome shoot promo that Chris Jericho is doing. It's like they shut the brain off. Like they'll hyper criticize Raw and SmackDown because that's the, the, the stupid shit. Break you with my evil. Hey, stop dancing that Roman Reigns down our throats. Say nothing about Becky Lynch. No. Doing a fucking stunner on Stone Cold. Which we got to ran on. We'll do okay. it now. Let's we'll just do it now. Because this is news. Stone cuck Steve Austin. When I saw this... You fucking fag. We're thinking about pulling that top ten awesome on you for this. Oh or you, we might do a retraction. We're already going to do a top ten God. sucks for Paul Heyman. Heyman, by the way, if you're listening, we're going to do a top ten sucks on you. You he, fucking he deserve it. it. He deserves it. You he, asshole. He, he deserves it. You asshole. He, he deserves it because he got our hopes up yeah. thinking they'd go in this, like anti-PC edgy direction or at least be a little bit edgier than, than what it's been. Well, and, and here he is getting finger blasted up the ass by Ricochet while sucking Cedric Alexander's dick. I mean... What, yeah. Two fucking boring cruiserweights? Are you fucking kidding me? That's the future of WWE? Literally, really? literally all Raw and SmackDown have been in the, past, in the past month since Paul Heyman has been involved with creative. Literally, Raw has been nothing but long, boring matches. With cruiserweights. With cruiserweights. Yeah. And look who's getting pushed... Chad Gable is getting a push in the King of the Ring. Why? Ricochet, I already knew he was getting his push in the King of the Ring. I understand that. But now you're having people... This is the Check this shit out here. This is another news article for you. Apparently, there's internal debate going on in the creative team. They're trying to stop the push of Baron Corbin and King of the Ring. Yes. Yes. That's actually one that... Let's cover right now. Because, because he was talking shit to these dumbass fucking smart fans... Because of that, they're trying to stop his push because he won't suck the fucking smart dick. Whoa, 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 hold, hold up, hold up. Whatever happened to being a heel? Okay, now, he, Baron Corbin, he's not making, like, he's not trashing the WWE saying, oh, this place is fucking shit. The, the creative suck. He's not doing that. He's trashing their shit fans. That's what a heel should do. Yes. You're an antagonist. You're supposed to antagonize the fans. Piss them off. So not this fucking it- fake MJF shit. Oh my god. Uh, Baron Corbin, I, I know he's not the best actor. I know he's really green, but he's one of the few heels, true heels, that WWE has right now. And he gets he gets the right response from the crowd. Exactly. And not only that, no, I'll be honest about Baron Corbin. I, I dissed him in the past. Yeah. The guy has made a lot of improvement on the microphone. He's trying. He's trying to act. He's trying to have a character. It's like It's almost like he had a metamorphosis once he shaved his head. Yeah. He became a different man. He became a better Corbin. <laughs> better consider better Corbin. Better Corbin. Better Corbin. <laughs> yeah. This is the problem that I see, and it's not like they'll blame Vince McMahon. 
but what I think is going on here, it's and I think this has always been the case. I think Vince McMahon is a product of his environment. Right. Like he's very susceptible to the last person that he talks to and going with that. Exactly. And this can be a good thing, but it can also be a terrible thing. And we're seeing that being not yeah no mercurial because he's he's all over the place. Like he, he's being easily swayed by all these stupid Hollywood cup writers and Triple H to go in this direction. Well, not only that, but you got the advertisers and sponsors. You got Stephanie with the whole PG movement bullshit and all and all the fucking all the shit that they're trying to shove down these fans' throats, like all this philanthropy bull- bullshit, that's all Stephanie's angle. And then on top of that, you got XFL and all his responsibilities he's got there. So he's not even at the arena most of these shows. No. He's Skyping in. No, 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 no. Triple H has absolutely no creative control whatsoever on the main roster, even though his official title in the WWE is the Executive Vice President of Talent, Live Events, and Creative. Let me say the last part, Creative... Well, here's what I really want, and I, I know this would be detrimental to the, to the WWE, but at the same time, it would wake up a ton of smarks. What I want is I want for about a six-month six period, maybe three-month, let's try three months just to be safe. For a three-month period, I want Vince McMahon completely hands-off on WWE. Mm-hmm. I want it well known that Triple H and Paul Heyman are running Raw and Triple H and whatever other goose are running SmackDown every week. I want that publicly fucking known so these people can see that the drop in ratings has nothing to do with Vince McMahon. It has to do with the people who his dumbass fucking kids and, and kid-in-law, you know, son-in-law, are hiring. Yeah. That's what it has to do with. It's, Vince McMahon has always been the product of his environment. <clears throat> like the, the product that we had in the early 90s with Jim Cornette and, and Bruce Pritchard running creative was that cartoonish goofy bullshit that Jim Cornette and Bruce Pritchard are prone to writing. But at least they understood wrestling. No, they did. And, and, that, and that was the thing, is that it was, it was a goofy wrestling show at the time. Because yeah. that, that was where they were thinking, and Vince was just kind of going along with it, because it was the creative direction at the time. And then Vince Russo joins the team. <clears throat> uh, Jim Cornette gets fired. Bruce Pritchard goes off to do something else. And so it's just it's Vince Russo, Ed Ferrara, and Vince McMahon. And all of a sudden, the product's entirely different. From what it was just five years ago. Very true. In 1999. Mm-hmm. So, if, if Vince McMahon has the ultimate say, it is the ultimate, you know, penultimate head of creative, why are the creative differences, why, why, why is there such a stark difference in creative between 1994 creative and 1999 creative? Yeah. What was the difference? Well, the difference was there were different writers and Vince McMahon had a different environment around him. Right. Now, Vince McMahon has the wrestling bubble around him. He's got Triple H, Fit Finley... Uh, let's, John, let's call it the smart bubble. The smart bubble of, of yeah. all of all the the, the, the top well known wrestlers surrounding him with the wrestling mindset that's only going to appeal to a hardcore wrestling fan base. Well, what's frustrating is seeing so many of these old timers who understand what great wrestling is, who understand what fucking draws getting caught in this. Paul Heyman is the biggest disappointment to me. Here is a guy who's given great power. He could have pushed charismatic people. What happens? He's pushing work rate machines. Because he's a part of the bubble. But at the same time, how can you not see the failing ratings and see that that's the reason why? Because, honestly... How can you be that fucking dense when you when you had a, a pr- primarily a fucking entertainment show back in the day? ECW was an entertainment show. The, this is the problem with the industry, is that it's... This is what it's done, is it's really foster this environment of we need to respect the wrestling we get the wrestling needs to matter that's because wrestlers are now running the show now so what they're going to do is they're going to want the wrestling to matter 
Which okay, so so here's the bullshit. It will part. never matter. But but here's here's what frustrates me, is back in WCW the inmates ran the asylum. Yeah. Yet it wasn't just cruiserweight bullshit shoved down your fucking throat because Kevin Nash actually understood these vanilla midgets did not fucking draw. Mm-hmm. Granted, he was on the booking committee, but he was putting stars out there, and that's why they had ratings. Of course. Now I'm just trying to figure out for the life of me why why WWE can't look at their past, see what worked, and be like, okay, now this is the road we need to go on. But you know, that's I will I will say this much: that this is something that we cover. Yeah. On most of our podcasts, so Every I week. want to kind of move past it. Absolutely. People already know what it takes. Charisma and stars make ratings. Yeah. Simple. So. Yeah. Um, so, next story. Stephanie McMahon wants fans to be patient with storylines. Bitch. Okay, we can't be patient with storylines. When you guys start out a storyline, you do it for fucking two weeks and then you drop it because you have no confidence in your fucking writing abilities, okay? What you assholes need to do is you need to have giant fucking flow charts going, okay? Giant charts that show the direction of a feud, where it's going, who's being involved, and do not change that shit. If somebody gets injured, have an adequate replacement or have an adequate route you can go in. You need to be prepared for anything. And these motherfuckers... They're not prepared for anything. I heard Triple H talking in an interview where he was saying that a lot of the reason why we can't have long-running storylines is because of injuries. Fuck you, you fucking lazy asshole. Hold, hold, hold up, hold up. Could, could, the, could the injuries... Well, first off... In the, ring. Well, well, first, well, first off, the roster is bigger than it's ever been. Yeah. You have more performers now than ever before. Yeah. Okay? Now, could the injuries be because of the, the dangerous, highly demanding technical flippity flop work rate style that's now being performed well not only that but you got to also look at it like this too if they actually had factions which is something that they don't want to do they have shitty tag teams but we don't really have factions anymore if you guys had factions let's say somebody gets hurt like okay coming into this whole clash of champions you have eric rowan versus roman reigns yeah let's say eric rowan gets hurt who could step in into a spot, you know, to fill his role? Let's have Luke Harper. Luke, uh, let's have Luke Harper make a comeback. Yeah. Have him be the replacement. Have him work for Daniel Bryan, and then that way you can set up the feud. You can keep it moving. He's still under contract. You guys need to be prepared for anything. I mean, okay, another one. Let's say that Sasha Banks gets injured heading into a match with Becky Lynch. Flip Bailey in that spot. Boom. Solved. Yeah. You guys should always be prepared. Always have somebody have an ally or a friend backstage. This lone wolf bullshit does not make for great storylines. It no, never well, has. Well, and the thing, too, is that, uh, let's be honest about Triple H and his great creativity. Like, even if he has what he thinks is a good idea, he can't execute it well. He, he, is, he is known for his half-brained, half-assed ideas. Ember That's, Moon. Ember Moon, perfect example. Yeah. What's, what's that character? Even the Smarks are asking that. Yeah. They, they don't know. They don't know what her fucking... Get. They, well, and there's there's some that are trying to make up the excuse of, oh, a character does not matter nowadays. It's all about how great of an athlete they are. But even then, the bitch botches like a motherfucker. Let's face it, the only good move she does is that Stone Cold from the top... The Stone Cold Center from the top well, rope. That's well, about it. I would ask those, that smart that would say that. Uh, do, what do you think about The Fiend? Do you like The Fiends? They would probably be like, oh, well, yeah, but it's too cartoony for me. I like serious wrestling. I like seeing serious wrestling moves and guys in underwear doing serious wrestling. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, 
Next story. Donald Trump responds to WWE's invitation for so, so SmackDown. We, we actually got to reach out to Donald Trump himself, and he gave us the lowdown on why he will not show up. Look, as of late, I have a lot to deal with. WWE has been very weak, very stupid, not good. I had to do other things. I do not want to be affiliated with WWE anymore. They're bad. They're very low-energy people. He's trying to get soil and green in every fast food restaurant across the country, if you haven't noticed. Hey, next time you eat, eat an Impossible Whopper, think how impossible it is that that's made out of plants. <laughs> you want to know what it's made out of? Well, I won't tell you. All I got to say is soil and green, baby. Soil and green. We might cover that in, in a question everything coming up. Are you sure it's not Soylent Roadkill? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think the fact that a Planned Parenthood is right next to the Impossible Meat Factory eh, makes me think. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Uh, oh, WWE was advised not to travel to uh, Venezuela. You know what? That's one of the few smart things that they've actually done. And now they'll, they'll go into fucking a war-torn Saudi Arabia, you know, where, where they're beheading fucking reporters. But, hey, after having an economic crisis, we don't need to go there. You know, like, I remember seeing a sign once, do not feed the wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> there they probably have a sign, do not eat the wrestlers. <laughs> Rich Juan, you're not allowed there. <laughs> oh, you, know, go, you know what? Go ahead and send them there. Send, send them all there. Send Becky Lynch there. Send Ember Moon there. Send send Ali, Cedric Mus- Alexander. Yes, just send send Seth all of two, all of two five live. Just send them there. Yeah. Uh, who else? Undisputed Seth, Era. Undisputed Era. Oh, definitely. Yes. Johnny yeah. Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Okay. Johnny Gargano gets presented on like a, a fucking throne. We're gonna. This is this is our number one jobber for you to feast on. I would give him an outfit like his take his outfit, but I'd have it made of like bacon and beef strips. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him a bacon outfit. <laughs> I am wearing my Iron Man bacon outfit. <laughs> It is edible as wear as well as wearable. I know it sounds fucked up, but you know it would be kind of interesting to see Johnny Gargano get eaten alive by Venezuelans. I, it, it, it would be fun. Come on, guys, admit it would be fun. You would you would watch it. You wouldn't turn away. One man enters, no man leaves. <laughs> One boy enters, <laughs> he becomes a part of their dinner. Johnny Gargano. Oh, uh, what else happened in the news? Um, oh, Ronda Rousey gets her stitches taken out. Oh, good for her. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she almost got her, her fucking thumb torn off. Actually, she did, and then she got it reattached, right? Damn, yeah, she so, did. So she got her thumb torn off, reattached, stitches are out. Knowing Vince, uh, he was probably like, so I heard the surgery is a success. Uh, oh, you, do you think you'll be able to come back next week? Next week. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to have you cut a promo. No big deal. No, we're going to have her... Uh, we're gonna have her performing an Iron Woman match, <laughs> sixty-minute Iron Woman no, match with two Becky Lynch. hours. <laughs> I don't know, Vince. I think we should go for the three-hour black. No, they'll have to put it on Raw. I don't. I don't. No, that may help with the ratings, there, pal. I could just see them. Just you die. get in that fucking ring. You're under contract. They're just dying of exhaustion. My finger was ripped off. Get in that fucking ring or you're fired. I don't know if I want to wrestle for three hours that bitch to little chest don't you think? You get in that ring or you're fired. Uh oh. Another piece of news in case uh probably good 
I mean, you guys probably don't know who this is. Casey Catanzaro is reportedly leaving WWE. She's Ooh. that cute little girl from American Ninja Warrior that Ricochet ended up banging. I don't know how he did it, you know. Yeah, he got mini Tessa Blanchard. He got mini Tessa Blanchard there, so good for him. Um, so she's teasing that she's going to leave, but then she's saying she's going to come back on her Twitter, so she's being real cryptic right now. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, Honestly, sure. I thought she was green as fuck. And no, knowing NXT, they would push her to the fucking... Her and that Lacey Lane chick, they would give them huge fucking pushes, I guarantee you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Panera Conti, Chelsea Green, and Scarlett Bordeaux are left off TV. Because <laughs> why not? Why not? Because we have better in-ring performers to push. They're bots all the time. Alright, so Kevin Owens... Uh, reveals why he wasn't on SmackDown. It's because he he lives in Florida and they had that hurricane going through. I hope I hope uh, all of our fans in Florida are doing fine. Everybody in Florida, we hope you're doing well. We're sending our prayers to you. Hopefully, all is well. You didn't get affected by the hurricane. But I mean, if if it takes out um, an AEW show or if it takes, <laughs> I would be perfectly fine with that. That would be cool with me. No, well, knowing they work. Down there in that area, it's very much possibility. Didn't they just do a wasn't Fighter Fest in Miami? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, so that's pretty much it. We've uh, yeah. brought you the best of the best for for wrestling news this week. Hey, we tried. We tried. Uh, so join us next week for another uh, anchor exclusive. Oh, and, and wait a minute. Don't forget to make fun of Chris Jericho on Twitter about losing the title on the side of the road. Make fun of Chris Jericho on Twitter. Please harass the shit out of him for us. We implore you. So this has been NC. JC and. Peace. Peace.